Oh, Father, mercy. Oh, Father, mercy. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty 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 name of Jesus. Manda braga baragadusi. Father mercy on us. Father mercy on us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Manda la babu zagabranda dagada. E kabranda la baba zabranda dagada. E kabranda dagada branda dagada. E kabranda dagada. Manda brando lobo zia kabranda dagada. Re kabranda dababo sia kabranda daba. Re kabranda dababo sia kabranda daba. Re kabranda dababo sia kabranda daba. Oh Father, mercy, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, this morning we come to your throne, your throne of grace, and we pray that Oh Father, have mercy on us. Oh Father, have mercy on us. Manda baragada, re kabragada branda dagada, re kabranda daba daba daba. Azabranda yagado, azagadagada, gadagado, agabrangadangada. Oh Father, mercy, mercy on us. In the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, Mandala Baza Braka Dabada, E Kabranda Lagadu Bragada, Rakabranda Labadu Bragada, E Kabranda Lagadu Bragada, Re Kabranda Dababo Sia Branda Dababa, Re Kabranda Lagadu Bragada, E Kabranda Lagada, E Kabranda Lagada, E Kabranda Lagada, Rakabranda Lagadu Bragada. Oh, Father, mercy, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for mercy. 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 Rabababa Rabaya Badaba, Rekaranda Dagadu, Rabababa, Rabababa, Rekaranda Dababa, 
Father, mercy, Lord. Father, mercy on us. Father, mercy on us. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty 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 name of Jesus. Mandala Basha Branda da Babu. Rekabada Babushia Branda da Babusi. Rakabaraba Brando Rubusi. Rekabranda da Babusia Kabarababa. Rekabranda da Babusia Kabarababa. Rekabalaba Brando Rubusi. Rekabrando Rubusia Kabarababusi. Rabababa. Rebabababa. Rekabrando Lubusia Cabrande Bebusi. Manda ya gabade gada, e komala gada, e komala gada, e komala gada, rabolo boskibra. Re kabrando lo bose, manda ya gobara gada, azonde le gede gede gede, azonde le gede gede gede. Oh Father, mercy on us. Father, mercy on us. Father, mercy on us. Father, mercy on us. Our ways, oh Lord, our ways of doing things, our attitude, our mind. Said, oh, our focus, Father, have mercy on us in the name of Jesus. Mando Braga Baragada, Eco Branda Lagadova, Abranda Yabadagadama, Abranda Lagadama, Recabranda Labasoka. Oh, Father, mercy. 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 Mandala gadama laganoma, mandala babose kabranda la babosi akababa, re kabranda la babosi akabrande legedema, re kabada babrande le babosi akabranda da babose, re kababa bababa baba, re kabranda da babosi akabranda da babo, re kabrande le babosi akabrande legedoma, re taye brande legedoma, branda lagadoma, re kabranda la babosi akabrande lo babose kadagadagadagada. Oh Father Messi, oh Father Messi, oh Father Messi, oh Father Messi, in the name of Jesus, Mandala Basura Gadaba, Rekababa Baba Baba, Rekabrando Lobosia Cabrando Lobosi, Rekabrando Lobosia Cabranda La Baba, Rekabranda La Babosia Cabranda da Babosi, Rababa Baba 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 Bosia Branda da Baba Bosi. Recabababababranda la babosia branda da babose. Recabranda la babosia branda da babose. Recabranda la babosia branda da babose. 
Holy are you Lord of creation cause you got worthy is your name we worship your majesty Holy are you Lord of creation, cause you got worthy is your name, we worship your majesty. Awesome God, a great you are God, mighty are your miracles, we stand in awe of your holy name, Lord we bow and worship oh azam god azam god hey i breathe oh you are god you are god oh mighty are your be oh miracle of your holy name Lord we bow and worship holy are you Lord of creation cause you got worthy is your name we worship your majesty awesome god i feel you are god mighty i am miracles we stand in awe Glory, glory, glory to 
glory, glory, glory to the Lamb. Oh, for you are glorious, and you are worthy to be praised. You are the Lamb upon the throne, and I. In praise, you are the Lamb upon this. For you are glorious, and you are worthy to be praised. You are the Lamb upon the throne, and unto you we lift our voice in praise. You are the Lamb. Upon. Glory, glory, glory to the Lamb, oh Jesus. Glory, glory, glory to the Lamb, oh, for you are glorious. And you are worthy to be praised. You are the Lamb upon, upon the throne. Oh, and unto you we lift our voice in praise. You are the Lamb. Oh, you are the Lamb. You are the Lamb upon. Oh Jesus, you are the Lamb. You are the Lamb upon. Oh Jesus, you are the Lamb. You are the Lamb upon. I will worship you. Lift you high above the air and the heaven. I will worship you. Lift you high above the earth and the heaven. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. I will worship you. I lift you high above the earth and the heaven. I will worship you. Lift you high above the earth and the heaven. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. Oh, you are Lord. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. I will praise your name. And I lift you high above the earth and the heavens. 
I will praise your name. And I lift you high above the earth and the heaven. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. I will worship you, Jesus. And lift you high above the earth and the heaven. I will worship you. Oh Lord, I lift you high above the earth and the heaven. You are Lord. You are Lord. Yes, you are. Oh, he's Lord, he's Lord, he has risen from the dead, he's Lord, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, oh, he Lord is Lord. Oh, Jesus, you are Lord. Oh, he has risen. He has risen from the dead. He is Lord. Oh, he is Lord. Oh, 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 oh. every time confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, oh, is Lord, is Lord. Mande Gabrenga Doski, Manda Gadoski. Ratolime Gombrengele Kosi Vrenga Doski, Vrate Yamurundi. Ibrandela Gadovrenga Doski Vana, Atonia Mandala, Ozagada Gadibori Gera Badagan or Monica. Oh, I redeem. Every time. I'm confessed that you Christ is Lord, oh, is Lord, oh, is Lord, is Lord, oh, he has Yeah. 
to be in the presence of God. I said, are you happy to be in the presence of God? Yes. We are still praying. The Bible says that when it comes to the presence, you should what? Come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. Amen. When you read Hebrews chapter 4 verse number 16, it said, that come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help. You see, in this end time, we need grace. Hallelujah. You need grace in your academics. You need grace in your finances. You need grace in everything that you do. And who is grace? Grace is Jesus. Amen. 
The Bible says that for the law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So you need grace to help in times of need. You see, the reason why God sent his only begotten son is because God understood that the world need grace. Hallelujah. Until the world encounter grace, the world will never be restored. Adam can never be restored to the Garden of Eden until he encounter grace. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because Adam was fashioned in, a, in, a, in an environment of grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Adam was fashioned in, a, in an environment of grace. The Garden of Eden was an environment of grace in such a way that Adam could speak like God. It takes grace for you to speak like God. Adam was able to speak like God. He could, he could name the animals just as God. One, you see, one thing I want you to understand that in the Garden of Eden, as you read the scripture, it's not just one day event. It was an event that Adam always used to have an encounter with God, whereby you have a revelation. So before Adam could have even named the animals, it was not God who named the animals, but before Adam could have named the animals, he had an interaction with God in the Garden of Eden. And through grace, Adam got a revelation that he was able to name that this is a snake, this is a lion, this is a leopard, and this is an elephant. Amen. Amen. That Adam could speak just like God. It takes grace. So when Adam became disobedient, he moved from the realm of grace to the realm of disgrace. Hallelujah. You see, let me tell you something. Many people are walking in disgrace. Many Christians are walking in disgrace. They go to church every Sunday, but yet still they are walking in disgrace. Why? Because they don't have any communication with God. Hallelujah. They don't have any communication with God, so they walk through disgrace. That's the reason why you can see someone who goes to church, but nothing is happening. There's nothing good in the life of the person. As the Bible says that every good and every perfect gift comes from God. But you never see any good and every perfect thing in the life of the person. Why? Because that person has moved from grace to disgrace. Hallelujah. That's why you need grace. I'm telling you. By the grace of God, I finished university. I finished my, 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 my national service. I'm a married man by the grace of God. But I've, I've understood that in this life, it takes grace. See, it was by the grace of God that day. You see, I married when I was in level 300. It was grace. Hallelujah. It, is, it takes the grace of God for you to think in a certain way. It takes the grace of God for you to think like God. You need grace. To help in times of need because we are in need. For you to even write your exam is a sign that you are in need. For you to even to think of what you eat is a sign that you are in need. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So the Lord saw that Adam will, will be in need. So he said that be fruitful. The Bible said he blessed them. He said be fruitful and multiply. And he put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it. So that he can have a solution to his needs. But when he moved from grace to disgrace, to disobedience. Let me tell you something. Many a times we think that when someone is an unbeliever, that one we don't say it. But I can boldly tell you that there are many people who call themselves Christians. They are walking in disobedience. And the moment you walk in disobedience, you walk in disgrace. Amen. Amen. Many people are walking in disobedience. 
in such a way that whatever you say that we should go here and find money, you see that people will be early. But whatever you say we should go here and find God, people will delay. It's a sign that they are already in this grace. Amen. Amen. It's a sign. They are already in this grace. Anyone who give an excuse with God, huh? who give an excuse towards the things of God, it's a sign that that person is working in this grace. Yes. Anyone who gives an excuse with God, I'm telling you. Anyone. Anyone. Anyone who gives an excuse with God. That's the reason why, you see, I will urge each and everyone as a Christian to stop involving yourself in patterns and traditions and customs. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. You see, many a times, uh, someone will say, I'm, a, I'm an elderly person. Uh, we will give you an honor as an elderly person, but we don't care about your age. Amen. Because we serve a God who is ageless. We, no one knows the age of God. So when it comes to God, put away your traditions and your customs somewhere. Hallelujah. Amen. Put away your patterns of life, your own. Let me tell you something. For, for human beings to have their own customs and traditions, it's a sign that we are walking in disgrace. When Adam left the Garden of Eden, he made his mind to have his own customs and patterns of life. Hallelujah. When he was in the garden, he was walking with a pattern of God. He was doing things as God. Let me tell you something. You see, if God should show you what you are supposed to do, you will see yourself that you are in a wrong way. You are in a wrong move. You are in a wrong thought. That's what the Bible says. He said that my ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts. And the Bible makes us even understand that even the foolishness of God is wiser than man. The weakness of God is stronger than man. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is better you admit to grace. It is better you admit. It is better you humble yourself and work with grace. Because in this life, when you die, <laughs> you are going to meet God. When you die, you are going to meet God. No matter who you are, when you die, you are going to meet God. You see, many people that we thought they would not, they wouldn't, you see, the way they were, they were behaving, we thought that they would not die. <laughs> the way that they were behaving, we thought that they would not die. Example, this young lady who came and he went away with a with a with a, a wrong death, a wrong format of transition. Uh, ebony. You see, many people, many children who were not wise, they thought that this lady would not die because he's trying to make them happy. Hallelujah. No one thought that even Jerry would die, but he's gone. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yes. So it's better you 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 focus on God. It's better. It's better you focus on God. You move with God and you open yourself to the things of God rather than the things of this world. Because let me tell you something. God didn't created the heavens and the world. God created the heavens and the earth. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and inside the earth, He put a garden of Eden. Amen. Amen. But by the disobedience and the independent spirit of man. You see, people who walk in disgrace, they are always independent. Independent spirit of man made him a mentality that let me build a world. That is the reason why I'm not surprised when Cain killed his own brother, Ebel. The Bible said that he built a city and named it after himself. Amen. Amen. Yeah. He, he named after a son that he gave it called Enoch. So the, city, the whole city was called Enoch. 
Hallelujah. So I'm not surprised that when you see some people naming some places by themselves. Hallelujah. Amen. And they think they are making an achievement. You are not making any achievement. You see, if you are building something that will pass away, it's not an achievement. If you are building a car, if you are building houses, that the Bible said that the evidence and the earth will fade away. You are not making any achievement. The moment or the way to be rest assured of an achievement is when you win a soul. What even talk to easy? It is it's very hard for Christians to see a Christian uh, nowadays in this 21st century. They think that they are wiser than God. Let me tell you something. The church is now full of foolish people. The church is now full of foolish, foolish pastors, foolish Christians. I'm telling you. Because the Bible says it's the fool who sends his heart. You have not said it by a word, but you say in your heart there's no God. Because by, by, saying it, by saying it in your heart that there's no God, determines your action. That's the reason why you find it difficult that nowadays in this 21st century, people think that they are in a technology world. So they find it difficult to even to talk to people about Christ. And they are, uh, they, they, they even the preachers are preaching what we call motivational sermons. Motivation. Because any sermon that cannot transform a person is a motivation. Amen. And God doesn't, God is not a producer of motivation. He's a producer of inspiration. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Know this first, that the prophecy of the scripture is of not any private interpretation. The prophecy in all times came not by the will of them, but the holy men of God moved. They were moved by the Holy Spirit. They spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. That's an inspiration. That's an inspiration. It takes the inspiration for Peter, who was a murderer, who said that, depart from me, I'm a, I'm a sinner, to become an apostle. Uh, transformation. So Jesus, Jesus, the words of Jesus were words of inspiration. That was why he was able to change 12 people to follow. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God is focused. You see, I, I'm, I, it's quite unfortunate that when you check through the Bible, you see that Jesus was much functioning. He was much concerned about souls because you know that whenever you win a soul, it's an achievement in heaven. The reason why Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father is because he's saving the whole world. Amen. And that's an achievement. So he needs a reward. He needs a reward to, to sit. The reward of Jesus is to sit at the right hand of the Father. Rule above Satan and all the kingdom of darkness, those beneath above. Rule over everyone. Hallelujah. Amen. And you are building a house and you are saying it's an achievement. It's an achievement. Everything that you are doing, the school that you are schooling, like if I say I want to do my master's and I want to continue the master's, eh, it's not an achievement. Too. It's just something that will help me to just work you see, life is life on this earth is, is just like a race. Are you getting it? And no matter who you are, you finish. You finish it. You finish. And one thing is that if you don't take care, you finish prematurely. Have you see, whenever you see some people running on a track, I see sometimes the person will not finish and the person will break their leg. <laughs> are you getting it? So it's a sign. That's the reason why you see people dying prematurely. They will not finish, but they will, they, will, they, will, they will break their leg on the roof, alongside the roof. But whether you like it or not, you, you finish. Hallelujah. So it's either you finish well, 
or you finish prematurely. Just as a track of race. Just as a, a, a car is on a race. A racist car is going. Uh, the person didn't de uh, design by the mind that, oh, as I'm going, I'll crash on the road. But anything can happen. This should tell you that this world that you see, that you are much focused on, of, is full of uncertainties. The only thing that can give you a certain, a focus of where you are going is God. Amen. Amen. It's God who can give you a certain, can give you a certain mentality. But this is the situation, you see, many people say that they love God. You see, that's why the Bible doesn't lie. Isaiah said it. He said many people speak with their lips that they love him, but in their heart. You are not. Why? Why is that God is said in your heart? Because the heart, the heart of a man is the voice of your spirit. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and lives in a body. We are not human beings. Let me make it clear. We are not human beings trying to have spiritual experiences. We are spirit beings trying to have earthly experience. When God created Adam, he created him. The Bible says he created them male and female. Are you getting it? And he created them. He created them in the spirit. And God formed them. So there is a difference between creation and formation. So God formed them to have earthly experiences. So Adam and Eve were created on the same day. If you don't know. <laughs> Adam and Eve were created on the same day. But just that the formation Adam took first. Huh? It's like twins. They are, they are created in the womb on the same day. But just that the, the penny will come first. And Kakra will follow. So Adam and Eve was like a penny and Kakra. Hallelujah. Yes. So don't delude yourself. Don't deceive yourself that you are a human being. So God is interested about your spirit. That's why he said that in your heart, because your heart is the voice of your spirit. He's interested about your spirit. So when you just profess with your lips that you love God and in your heart you don't love him, already you don't love him. Hallelujah. Amen. I will shock you, there are many pastors who don't love God. There are many pastors. You see, to be a pastor is not a title. You see, one time as we were reading the scripture, you see, if you're a pastor, eh? if you're a pastor, if you're a pastor, you should let God identify you as a pastor. And that's why I like about Abraham. You see, many people know Abraham as the father of faith, right? And a patriarch, right? But when you read the Bible, there was a time that even Abraham made a mistake because he was thinking that these people are not, you can sit down. These people, they are not Christians. They are not Christians. So let me let me let me say that Sarah is my sister, so that I will be free. Amen. And indeed, Sarah was Abraham's sister, but just that they are different different fathers. You don't read the Bible. That's the reason. Sarah and Abraham they were from one father, who is called Terah. Amen. But just that they are different. And, and in the olden days, they, could, they would just allow you to marry someone. That's why I me, mean, I don't believe what they say, uh, Mojafra. What is Mojafra? Are we not all from Adam? Hmm? Are we not all from Adam? So what is the meaning of Mojafra? It's a sign, lack of knowledge, that people are perishing. Richard, a prophet Richard, he has gone to Bible school. That's where there is one. He will be coming, he will be joining us on uh, last... Uh, Saturday of every month here. 
Yeah, Richard, he say you, you have to be serious. So he has gone to the Bible school. Amen. The prophet of God. Amen. So, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah, I was saying that all of us, we are descendants of Adam. And even Richard, Richard is an example. Richard, mad, Richard father, eh, he married his uh, uncle's daughter. Yes, and Richard is there. <laughs> are you getting it? In the olden days, that was what they were doing. And it is not an error. You see, but we have allowed traditions and customs, and we are fooling. We are fooling. And you see, people who are much involved in traditions and customs, they don't, they, they don't honor God. They don't even like God. I'm telling you, if you like, get closer to someone who is much into traditions and... Yes. And when Jesus came, he saw that the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were doing the same thing. They have allowed traditions and customs in the church. So he was angry. And the Bible said he took a, a, a strip and he started beating them. And he said, no, my father's house is a house of prayer. <laughs> Amen. The house of prayer means it's a house to communicate with God. It's a house to have a fellowship with God. It's not what you are saying. It's not what you are doing. Hallelujah. Amen. God is interested. You see, let me tell you something. Many people, how many of you here, you want God to bless you? Me, yeah, I want God to bless me. But let me tell you, let me tell you, God will not bless someone who is not serious with you. I'm telling you, that's the reason why you have been praying, nothing is happening. God will never bless you. I'm telling you the truth. If you like, let a prophet come and see here and speak and, 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 and say everything about you. Nothing will happen. Amen. Yes. Because every prophet, every true prophet, his source is God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. But God is dealing with people who are not serious. You see, I've seen that in this 21st century, the church is not serious at all. Church is not serious at all. The kingdom of darkness is more serious than the light. The devil is serious. I don't know. But always he's serious. You see, every day he becomes serious. You see, he becomes serious in there. It's not like I'm hyping the devil. I'm telling you what the devil is doing. He's serious and like he upgraded himself in seriousness. Every single day. Every single day. He upgraded himself in seriousness. But we Christians, we downgrade ourselves in seriousness every single day. And you see, we were supposed to give life. Because Jesus said, I came that I may you may have life and have it what? more abundantly. So which means that we, as Jesus said, I'm going to my father. If you believe in me, you do greater works. Which means that you, you are supposed to have the life overflow of Jesus Christ. Which means that you are supposed to give life. And give life to people more abundantly. You should be a point of contact that Jesus will use as he seated at the right hand of the father. To bless people. But because you are not serious every day, the devil is serious. He is he always updated serious man. And by seriousness, his, his function is to what? To steal. <laughs> eh? His function is to steal, to kill and destroy. So that's the reason why you see that there are many people who are, who are being stolen by the kingdom of darkness. And that's the reason why you see someone like, you see someone just walking with you. 
someone today and he just introduced the person in a court. Eh? Just an introduction. By two weeks, the person become a champion. Why? Because the devil is always updated in seriousness. To steal the person. To kill. That's why you, every, you see, nowadays, eh, the number of people who die prematurely, I'm telling you, eh, the number of people who die prematurely are more than the number of people who die naturally. It's, it's a sign that the devil has updated himself in killing. Killing people. And finally destroying people. <laughs> Satan is destroying many people. Satan, the devil, is he? If the devil can make you have to go to school to become a, a professor, to become an emeritus, to have a PhD, and he can do that in such a way to kill you, he will do it. You will not. If the devil, if the, if the devil sees that, oh, if I give you, if I if I give you money, I can get your food. He will do it. The devil is not interested about houses. Oh. He's not interested about money. That you, you are much focused as if you are the one who created the heavens and the earth. The devil is not interested about. The cars that you are much interested, he is interested about your soul in hell. <laughs> if he can get your soul, it's okay. It's okay, Kra. That's what he's interested. So he will do everything for you to get your soul. So if the devil can give you a car, if the devil can, can even make women like you, eh? and you think that, oh, the ladies like me, and they mess up with you, for you to get a chronic sickness and kill you, you'll be happy. Yes. And nowadays, as I said, people are dying prematurely. Especially even Christians. Christians are dying prematurely. <laughs> they are dying prematurely. Why? Because Christians are empty. They are malfunctioning. They are suffering from koshoko. They are, they are, they are suffering from malnutrition. Yes, because your food is not, it's not bread. Man shall not live by bread alone, but everywhere. Your food as a Christian is the word of God. How many times do you spend with the Bible? And you want blessing. You want to be blessed like Abraham. You see, <laughs> we just read the story of Abraham just like, do you know what took Abraham to be a father of, father of nation? Do you know the sacrifice, the price that you had to pay? Eh? To a point that God gave him even one child, and God said, Go and kill him. Eh? And the Bible makes us understand that one time when Abimelech was about, when Abraham even made a mistake, eh, he made a mistake that right now Sarah was my sister, but now he's my wife. And he said, No, when we go, these people, they are, they are unbelievers. So when we go, don't tell them the truth, keep the secret. Let them understand that you are my sister. And a time came that Abimelech was also interested in Sarah. He wanted to touch Sarah. Then God visited him. <laughs> and God said, Master, you want to die? Abraham was there when God visited Master, do you want to die? Do you want to die? Return the man his wife. Say, hey. say, I don't know, I'm an innocent God. You say, hey, because of your, even your innocent, that's why you are still alive. You have died a long time. That's why you are still alive. He said, return the man his wife. And after you have returned the man his wife, let the man pray for you. Hey! <laughs> so God is waiting for Abraham to pray. 
on behalf of Abimelech before he will listen. Let a man pray for you because he is a prophet. God said it. God said that Abraham is a prophet, an intercessory prophet. Amen. That was the reason why Lot was able. Lot was saved because Abraham was interceding. Abraham was bargaining. You see, when, 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 when the Lord and the two angels visited Abraham, eh, they were in to destroy the, the, what? the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. And he wanted to just excuse Abraham. He said, no, can, should I hide this thing from Abraham? No, this man, whenever even I speak to him, he and his household will serve me. You see, can God testify about that about you? That you and your household will serve you. No, God, God can. It is hard for God to get such people in this 21st century. Yes. God said, oh, let me, you see, let me reveal my mindset to this man. So this means that God will reveal his secret to people who will allow him, themselves and their household to serve him. Say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a move to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham said, oh, really? Then let me bargain. See, someone who can bargain with God, who can bargain with God to change his mind. <laughs> a prophet. Abraham was a prophet. He was a prophet. Hallelujah. But it's quite unfortunate that God is dealing with people with titles. When we enter the church, the church is full of titles. Title people who call themselves Christians, but honestly they are not. People who call themselves pastors, but honestly they are not. Amen. Let me tell you something to me. If I I I went I, I went to the Bible school to be to gain title, I would have stopped and just go and sit in the bank. Amen. Yes. After the university, I went to the Bible school to fulfill all righteousness. And when I was going, I I knew God. And I, I still know him. I, see, I want to know him every day. Every day I want to know God. 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 Amen. Yes. Yes. What you need is God. You need grace to help in times of need. In times like this, what you need is grace. You don't need anyone. You don't need, you don't need any human being. That's why the Bible says that it is better to trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in princes. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in men. Let me tell you, a man can disappoint you, you'll be shocked. Man can disappoint you, you'll be shocked. God will never disappoint you. I'm telling you. You see, whenever you, you think that God has disappointed you, you yourself have disappointed yourself. Amen. Are you here? Because... The reason why you yourself are disappointed yourself is that God always stands by his word. God said, I come near to me and I also come near to you. But you are away from God and you want God to be faithful to you. So obviously, you have disappointed yourself. Yes. God is forever faithful. God is faithful in such a way that he even, he's even faithful to the devil. You know, God is faithful to Satan. You don't know. You don't know. You know that God is faithful to Satan. God is faithful to Satan. That's why still he is still alive. <laughs> Someone who created him. You could have said that uh, from today, you lose to exist. And it will be so. But for Satan to be there, 
It's a sign that God is still faithful. God is faithful. He is faithful for, for darkness to be around. He is faithful for demons to be alive. God is faithful. So if God is faithful to devils, how much more is? So the problem is that you have you are you are living a life of unfaithfulness. You have disappointed yourself. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah, I just want to open your eyes. I'm opening your eyes towards the things of God so that you be serious with God. You see, God is dealing with people who are not serious at all. Sometimes, sometimes eh, I become frightening. The number of Christians who are going to hell. Yes. I will not say Christians because hell doesn't receive Christians. The number of churchgoers who are going to hell. Yes. And there are some people there, it's, it's, it's just left for them to die. So that they will see that they are on the road to hell. Yes, they go to church every day. But it is time. It, it, they are just waiting for the moment for them to die so that they will see that ah, Sana, as they were going to church day and night, yes, they were on the road marked to hell. Amen. Because after you have been born again, it's like when you came to campus, you came with an admission, right? And they accepted you. If you tell and you tell and you tell and you tell, would they sack you? So, receiving Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior doesn't mean that it's okay to so be, be fully. You'll be sacked. You'll be sacked from heaven. Let me tell you the truth. <laughs> You'll be sacked. You'll be sacked from heaven. There are some people, God will sack them. They, they, are, they are even in the process of sacking. Why? Because you are not doing the things of heaven. Huh? As you are in campus, you do the things in campus, right? You, you go for lectures. You make sure you write your mission. You make sure you pass, right? That's the things of campus. <laughs> That's the reason why you are a student. Are you getting it? So the same thing when it comes to the presence of God, when it comes to being born again, a new creature. You see, you say that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed. Oh, behold, all things are becoming new. Behold, all things. So which means that it is not an instant thing. All things are becoming new. It's a continuous, a, a continuous tense. And let me tell you something. God will never force you to be new. You see, Jesus, he died on the cross by force. Why? Because your blood cannot save you. Your blood is full of sin. So it takes an innocent blood. And he being God, he, he had the, the blood of God inside him. So his own blood was different from the blood. You see, that's the reason why Mary and Moses didn't, uh, let's say, they didn't have any intercourse to give birth to Jesus. Because the day that uh, Joseph will have something with Mary, the blood is no more the blood of God. It's now the blood of man. Amen. Yes. So that is the reason why the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of God, have to come. Eh? So it's a sign that the Holy Spirit has blood. Eh? Who, who, who is the Spirit of God? Have to come and conceive Mary. And he gave him what? He gave him the 24 chromosomes of God. And he gave him that what? Another 24 chromosomes of Mary. Amen. Science. Science, right? He said we have, whatever a baby is giving birth, uh, is giving forth, he has 24 from the mother, 24 from the father. 
making what? 48. So Jesus has 24. 100% of God, 100% of man. Hallelujah. Amen. So when he came, he had an innocent blood. And one will say, ah, but inside Mary, Mary has his own blood. Let me tell you something. Your blood, when your blood, which is full of corruption, uh, because all of us, that's what the Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Because we are all the descendants of Adam. So we have the, the DNA, the wickedness of Adam inside us. Naturally, pride, lust inside us. So when the blood of Jesus, eh, when the blood of God, which is the blood of Jesus, infused with the, your blood, it neutralizes your blood. Amen. That's why you became a new creature. So when the blood of the Holy Spirit conceived Jesus in the womb of Mary, it neutralized the blood of what? Mary. Are you getting it? In such a way that Jesus came forth not by the blood of Mary. He came forth by the blood of God. Because right now, the blood of God has neutralized the blood of what? Mary. Amen. Amen. Yes. So that is the reason why when you receive him, your blood is neutralized. And the Bible says you become a new creature. You become a new creature. The new creature means your spirit become new. Huh? Your spirit man, which you don't see, that when you die right now, you see him clear. Become a new creature. And Bible says that all things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming new. All things are becoming new. Hallelujah. All things are becoming new. Behold, all things are becoming new. Behold, all things are becoming new. So God will never force you to be new. God will never force you to be new. I'm telling you. God will never force you to be new. Because already he gave Adam a free will. God will never force you. God will never force you to be new. But if you become new, you face the consequences. If you don't become new, you face the consequences. <laughs> so it's your choice. It's your choice. But you need to make a good choice. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. You need to make a good choice. You need to make a good choice. You need to be serious. You need to be a serious Christian. I'm telling you, you need to be a serious Christian. You need to be, serious, be a serious Christian. You need to be an updated Christian. Not an old medieval relic. <laughs> it's an English word. I mean, I like videos. I speak more English. Eh? Old medieval relic. <laughs> Are you getting it? Because as I'm telling you today, the devil has updated himself in killing. The devil has updated himself in stealing. The devil has updated himself in destroying. You see, let me tell you something. This one I'm telling you. And I'm not saying it because I'm saying it for people to know that. You see, one time the Holy Spirit told me that you, you are no more fighting with fallen angels and uh, demons. You are fighting with Satan himself. That's the reason why one time uh, someone who used to be with me, he came and said that the devil said you are destroying his works. So me, the devil, the devil, it is the heartbeat of the devil to destroy me. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> so that's the reason why anytime he updates himself, me to update myself in God. 
Hallelujah. Yes. I update myself in God. I update myself in God every day. I'm telling you. I have to update myself. Amen. And I want to update myself to that kingdom come. And if I will update myself to, 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 to explode, I will do it. I will do it. Because it is better to die in Christ than to die in the devil. I'm telling you. It is better to die in Christ than to die in the devil. That's why I'm saying that some Christians, it is just left for them to die today. So that when they die today, they will see that, ah, I'm going to hell straight. <laughs> yeah, that's why I made an example. That once you have received an admission, eh, you have received an admission, you don't go for lectures. You don't, you don't learn. You don't do anything. Quizzes you don't write. Miss them you don't write. Exams you don't write. And you cry. They will just sack you from the school. That's the lifestyle of many Christians. Many people think that, oh, once you are born again, you see, they said I should give my life to Christ. And I gave my life to Christ. Hey, don't let the devil delude you. <laughs> so I've given my life to Christ, so that's all. So I can mess up. Hey, you will die and go to hell. You'll be shocked. Because if any man, if any man become a new creature, eh, the Bible says all things have passed away, right? Things are becoming new. Present continuous are becoming, are becoming. Are becoming means God needs you to be new. <laughs> he needs you. He needs your heart. You see, that's the reason why Jesus was saying that you should love God with your, all your heart, your mind and soul. Because when you love God with your mind, your heart, your mind, so that's whereby you allow God to make all things new. All things new. All things new. All things new. Ah, every day, uh, those who make mobile phones, they make new versions. You don't want God to give uh, new Christians. Amen. Amen. Every day, there's Samsung, whatever the, 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 the company, they always give what updated version of phones. So why is that you there? You want to be dead. No. Are you, are you, let me tell you something. God is more advanced in technology than Samsung. Amen. Amen. <laughs> God is more advanced in technology than Samsung. Someone who can, you see, do you know how the tree grows? Do you know how it grows? You don't know how. And you are saying that you are coming to compare Samsung with how the tree grows. Do you know how the sun comes? You know how the air, you see, the Bible says, Jesus said that the air blows, but you don't know where it's going. You don't know where the air is coming. You know how? Technology. Amen. Amen. The technology of God is a supernatural. Amen. Amen. It's a supernatural. Hallelujah. Amen. So you need grace. You need grace. Oh. I want you to understand why he said that, he said that, come boldly to the throne of grace. You see, the throne is full of grace. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. We are all in need. All of us here, we are in need. You are in need. Some of, some of you are in need is uh, like to pass your exams. Some of you is finances. Uh, some of you is job. Are you getting it? But the truth of the matter is God will provide for you based on your level of closeness with him. Amen. Amen. 
Yes. Let me tell you the truth. Me, I'm a pastor who speaks the truth. And I will speak the truth just as it is. I will never change the story. Because if I change the story, I will go and make even that, maybe that change, one instant of change the story will lead me to hell. Amen. Yes, so I will not change the story. I will say it. I will say it just as it is. Say, come near to me. <laughs> and I also draw near to you. That particular word. Eh, come near to grace. That grace will also come near to you. Eh, when you are closer to me, automatically I'm close to with you. Are you getting it? When you are close to me, like as you are sitting down, when I say, come, come closer, automatically... I'm with you. But when you draw away, I'm also away. So that is the reason why many of us, our prayers are yet still hanging on the rim. Yes. Our prayers. Let me tell you something. Your life in this, on this earth is like a book. Your life eh, on this earth is like a book. That every season, God opens a chapter. See, all of us sitting here, it's not like now God is about to do something new in your life. He has already done everything and he sealed it. <laughs> so once you come to this world, then you open in chapters. Chapter 1, you go here. Chapter 2, you go here. Chapter 3, you go here. Chapter 4, chapter 5, chapter 6. Oh, your books. Huh? Pastor Evans, your books is with 23 chapters. So when after 23, you have to die and come. Eh, eh. Lady Pastor Cassandra, your books is 40. Because your books will determine your assignment. Amen. Amen. Your assignment that you have on this life will determine the book, your chapters. Amen. Amen. Yes. So the reason why you saw Abraham with old age is based on the assignment. Eh? <laughs> yes. Based on the assignment. Is based on what? The assignment. Hallelujah. Amen. It's based on the assignment. Amen. So all of us, as we are sitting here, our life is a book. In the sight of God. And God has already opened it. You see, many a times, eh, many a times, God opened your season. Eh, by you. God has already opened your season in the realm of the spirit. And God knows that he has already done it. But because of you not being serious, it is not manifesting in the natural. Why? Because you are not wrestling with God. You are not wrestling with flesh and blood. You are wrestling with principalities, powers, fallen angels, wicked spirits who are wicked. In such a way that as the thing is coming, you say, Master, you know they come. You know they come. You not allow it. We not allow it. We will keep you in bondage. So that's the reason why there are many great people who have died. Some of us will die and angels will even be surprised with us. When you came to this world, this is how the Father designed for you. But look at where you are. And you were talking anyhow. You were talking, you were murmuring. You were complaining. But even your complaints, you don't deserve to be in heaven. Because heaven doesn't receive complaint people. Because, you see, the, the, the sign that you always complain in this life 
It's a sign that when you go, even go to heaven, you complain. So we don't need you to be there to complain. Amen. Yes. Any negative thing that you see in this life will never be accepted in heaven. Yes. Amen. 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 You need grace. I say you need grace. You don't need a pastor. Me, you don't need me. If you think you need me, it's error. You need grace. You need grace because me, I'm a vessel of grace. I'm a vessel of grace. And you need grace so that you too become a vessel of grace. Amen. Grace wants to use you. Grace wants to use you. Hallelujah. That was just by the way. That was a prelapse. We are just talking about grace. I want you to understand the meaning of grace. I want you to understand why you need to pray for grace in times of need. Why you must focus on grace. Amen. Amen. There are some people here in Ghana, when you tell them to go outside America, they will never go. Because they are prospering here. Because of grace, they are doing well. They, they will go for America, they will go to America to, to speak to people and come back. Someone like that. The, the prophetic archbishop elect, <laughs> the prophetic archbishop Salifamako. He has not been to class one. He has not gone to school before. Grace. He encountered grace, and grace said that from today. I I want to confirm what your father said to you. That's all. That's all. Danka Williams, you have not gone to school before. Class three, he just dropped out. He went to Nigeria Bible School. He was speaking bullet English. Bullets. Everything was bullets. When you speak English, even my, my English is powerful. Amen. But now, grace. Grace has brought him to a point that when even Donald Trump was a president, he would go, he would go to the White House and pray. And pray, you see, as you are working for money, someone is going to pray and they give him dollars. Grace! You, you see, you are working. They give you two Ghana. <laughs> they give you two NS cities. Huh? They will even tell you that you didn't do the work well. You have to subtract 50 cities from it. And someone will just go and say, Oh Lord, let the heavens be open. Then <laughs> they will give the person Dallas. Dallas, which when you bring it to Ghana, is is your whole year piece. <laughs> Grace! You need grace, oh. You see, that's what I always want to tell people. When, when, you see, but sometimes when you meet someone for the first time, you cannot tell the person you need grace. You will not understand you. <laughs> that's the reason why you have to lead the person to Christ. Then at the right time, you tell the master, you need grace. You need grace, oh. Because if you see me here, the difference between me and any man of God that you see in this life is grace. I'm telling you. If you take the grace out, I'm a human being, just like you. Amen. For someone to pray, you see, grace, grace will make you a divine doctor. Grace. Someone will go to, to do medicine. Eh? In such a way that there are some sickness, the person will tell you that you need a miracle. <laughs> tell you, you will die. This one day you will die. But a person with grace... We tell you that in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. 
someone who has not gone to medical school is now a divine physician. Grace! You need grace. Oh. You need grace. You don't need anything. The reason why you have been looking down upon you is because you yourself, you have looked down upon yourself is because you don't have grace. You are working in disgrace. Two things. Life is full of two things. Grace or disgrace. Adam moved from grace to disgrace. And from there, the descendant of Adam, full of disgrace. And anyone who walks in disgrace is a slave. So that's why the Bible says that Jesus said that the prince of this world cometh, but he had nothing in me. Because Jesus was a man of grace. So the, the devil cannot have anything in him. But when the Pharisees, the, the high priests, they were all, they, they thought that they were in a good position. They were all working in this grace. That was the reason why they couldn't understand that, oh, this man is sick. Let me pray for the person. No. Rather judging you and speaking all manners of foolish things in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So you need grace. And I, I just want to share something. I just want to open your eyes. So that on your own, me, I don't know whether maybe today God will come and carry me away. Are you getting me? I'm, 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 I'm always prepared for heaven. I don't know about you. I'm always prepared. <laughs> I'm always prepared. I'm always prepared for heaven. I don't know about you. So because of that, today the Lord said that some people don't, you see, some of you don't even know how to pray. You see, the reason why you don't know how to pray is because you don't have grace. Grace will teach you how to pray. Eh? When, when the disciples were with grace, and the disciples said, teach us how to pray. And grace started. Grace started teaching them how to pray. When you are praying, say that our Father, which art in heaven. Because grace was working with men. But right now, Grace is no more working with men. Hallelujah. Grace is no more working with men. Grace is sitting at the right hand of the Father. And grace has sent another of the same kind, which is the Holy Spirit, to be with us. Are you getting it? So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. Are you getting it? The Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. That grace has sent to abide with you. So still, you need grace. You need grace. You see, the disciples, they had the, the opportunity to work with grace physically. But we, dear, we have the spirit of grace to teach us. Amen. Hallelujah. So this morning, before we pray, I want, I want you to, I want to open your eyes. The three realms of answered prayer. The three realms of answered prayer. <laughs> the three realms of answered prayer. Because maybe you have been worried. Why is it that your prayers are not answered? Your prayers are not answered. The three realms of answered prayer. The three realms of answered prayer means the three faculty of faith. That brings you to a place of manifest, manifested answers in praying to God. Let me repeat it again. The three realms of answered prayer means the three faculties of faith. <laughs> the three faculties of faith that brings you to a place of manifested answers, manifested answers in praying to God. And I believe that when you say praying, you understand communing with God. Already we have the three realms or environment of prayer. You see, we have the three realms of answered prayer and we have three environments of prayer. The three realms of prayer. 
let me make it clear. We have three realms of answered prayer, which means the three environments of answered prayer. The three environments that will make your prayer be answered. And we already have the three environments of prayer, which is the three realms of prayer. We have the outer courts, which is the flesh. We have the holy place, which is the soul, and the holy of holies, which is the spirit. Amen. That's why when you read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse number 20, the Bible says that, that the whole God will sanctify your spirit, your body, and what? Your soul. Before the coming of our Lord Jesus. Let me tell you something. The tabernacle, the tabernacle, which is the tent, right? The Old Testament tabernacle, the portable tent used before the construction of the temple where, where the uh, Shekinah glory which is the presence of God was believed to dwell was the foreshadow of the temple or the church Jesus is building. Amen. So let me tell you something. Jesus said I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail. Right? And the, the tabernacle that was built the tent that was built was the foreshadow of the church that Jesus is about to be built. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It, it was the foreshadow. That's why it was this, the design. The design was designed what? The outer court, the holy place, and the holy of holies. Are you getting it? And let me tell you something. The tabernacle, eh? the tabernacle, is the foreshadow of you. Amen. You see, that's the reason why you are not serious. You see, many Christians are not serious. You see, Jesus said, I'll build my church. Jesus said, I'll destroy the temple. And in just three days, I'll build it. He was talking about you. And that's why the Bible said that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Are you getting it? So, the tabernacle was the foreshadow of the church that Jesus is building. Look at you. So, you are the church. You are the church that Jesus said, I'm building. When you say the church, it's not a structure. It's a human being. Amen. So anytime we gather, it's the gathering of the churches. Amen. So, the outer court is your flesh. The holy place is your soul. And the holy of holies is your soul. Amen. Are you following? So these are the three realms of prayer. And why am I saying this? Many people pray with their flesh. Many people. The reason why they don't see any results in their prayer is because they, they pray with their flesh. The tabernacle of Christ or the tabernacle Christ is building is not built by hands of men. I'm telling you. If, it's, if Jesus says he's building a church, that church is not built by the hands of men, but by himself, and that is the human, humans as what? Temples. Yes. So we have the three environments of prayer. The first environment, you see, me, by the grace of God, I'm not, I've, I will never, I, I have not gone to Achamantis, and I will never go there. Because Achamantis is not where Jesus is. <laughs> Amen. Is it lack of knowledge? People are perishing. Seriously. Me, I've never gone to Achaia Mountains. I've never. And I will never go. Because my Bible makes us make me understand that 
personally, my body, my soul, and my spirit is the three environments of prayer. Amen. My body, which is the outer courts, my soul, which is the holy place, my spirit, which is the holy of holies, is the tabernacle of Christ. So the tent that they were building, you see, the, is, it was the it was only the high priest who could enter the holy of holies. Are you getting it? But Jesus came to die on the cross so that me and you will enter the holy of holies. So the reason why many people they are not seeing anything happening in their life is because they pray in their body. Some of them they pray with their intellect. That's the soul. They pray the way they think that they should pray. <laughs> We don't pray the way you think you should pray. You should pray as you are led by the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the what? The sons of God. God will answer the prayer of the sons. And until you are led by the Holy Spirit, you are not a son. Amen. <laughs> until you are led by the Holy Spirit, you are not a son. So the reason why... You are, you are always playing, you see, many people, there are some people, they are praying with their body. They are and there are some people, they, 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 are, they, they pray with their intellect, that's their soul. So, some people are still in the outer courts. Some people are still in the environment of what? The holy place. Few are in the holy of holies. That's the reason why we have plenty Christians. Huh? But few are getting results. Few. And these are the three environments of prayer. That's what Jesus see, That's what Jesus said. A place where two or more people gather. Okay. So which means that Jesus already make us understand. That ask yourself, why is it that? So which means that even if you go, if two or more people gather in a bathroom, Jesus is there. Why? Because already your body is an environment of prayer. Your flesh. Your soul is an environment of prayer. And your spirit, but God is interested in your spirit. Why? Because the reason why God is interested in your, your spirit environment of prayer is because already Jesus said, An hour cometh, which is now is. He told the Samaria woman, He said that you will not worship God no more in Jerusalem and in the mountains, but an hour cometh, which is now is. When the true worshippers huh, shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship in what? In spirit and in truth. And who is a true worshiper? A, a Christian who doesn't pray is not a worshiper. If you say, uh, if, if you whether your voice, you know, uh, then, then you sing by lyrics or whatever. <laughs> For you to be accepted as a worshiper is when you have a prayer life. A, a serious prayer life. Amen. Yes. So as Jesus was talking about true worshippers, you are talking about people who commune with God. It's not noise. There's some people when they when they give you the mic, they are not singing, they are making noise. <laughs> One time a, a, a pastor had a revelation, and in the revelation in the church, the choir, plenty choir. Plenty choir. And the pastor was sitting watching them. And they were singing. As they were singing, the spirit of the pastor left the body as they were, he was sitting down watching. 
and he came and stood. He saw an angel, and he came and stood on top of the church. And the angel said, "The Lord, the, the, the Father said, I should come and I should come and show you something in your church. What is happening in your church?" And <laughs> when the pastor was like, "When when you when you when you are born in the realm of the spirit, everything is transparent." So he was just watching. As he was watching, there were plenty of people, but one person's voice, only one person's voice was heard. When the pastor comes to the natural, plenty of people are singing, people are, many people are even crying. <laughs> but when the pastor came, uh, from the spirit realm perspective, one person was singing. One person. <laughs> so which means that that particular day, there was only one true worshiper. <laughs> The rest, noise. So it is better for, for you to receive the marking scheme of God rather than the marking scheme of man. Yes, it is better. It is better. So we have these three realms of prayer. Stop praying in your flesh. Stop praying by your intellect and pray in the spirit. Yes. When you, are, when, you, when you pray in the Spirit, you are led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. You are led by the Holy Spirit. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes I can structure a prayer pattern. And immediately when I pray, the Holy Spirit will know. Pray this, pray this, pray this, pray this, pray this. And I'm done. Yes. And you give me scripture. Some, you give, pray this and you give me scripture. Pray this and you give me scripture. Pray. That's the reason why if you are a Christian, you need to read your Bible in season and out of season. Because one of the signs that the Holy Spirit is leading you, he will, he will lead you to pray according to the word of God. That's why Jesus said that when he comes, he will, he will speak of me. Because Jesus is the word. He will speak of me. The whole revelation of God. He will speak of me. He will not speak of me because he is the spirit of grace. He is the spirit. I am grace. And he is the spirit of grace. Amen. Yes. Whenever Jesus is truth, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Whenever Jesus is righteous, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of righteousness. Amen. Yes. They are dependable. They are dependable. And the Father is the source of everything. Amen. The Father is the source of grace. Is the source of the spirit of grace. Hallelujah. Hope you are learning something. Hope you are learning something. So, the three realms of unanswered prayer. The Old Testament tabernacle was in three environments or realms. First, the court, which is the holy place, the holy of holies, which implies the section of Christ building the body. Then we have the soul and what? The spirit. So, your soul, your soul is the holy place. Are you getting it? Yeah, your soul is the holy place. But God is interested for you to enter like the what? The high priest. The holy place. That's why the Bible says that we are all ministers of Christ. Are you getting it? So he is interested for every Christian to enter the holy place. That's why the curtain breaks into two. The curtain. So right now, holy of holies. Everyone is accepted. Enter. So that's why if you're a new creature, you are a new creature, which means your spirit is new. So you can enter there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So the three environments of prayer is the body, the soul, and finally the most holy place, the spirit. So the reason why we are even here, this place is just, just to avoid distraction. Are you getting it? 
But the three realms of prayer is not gardens. The three realms of prayer is not actual mountains. Because Jesus said that time is coming, it's not Jerusalem or mountains that you serve the Father. The three realms of prayer is your body, your soul, and your spirit. But God is interested in you being in the what? Holy of Holies. Because God is spirit. God is already in the Holy of Holies. Are you getting it? He's already a spirit. That's why he said that God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So God is already in the realm of the Holy of Holies. And he's waiting for you to be there. So if you, are, if you, if you sit in the outer court, nothing will happen. If you sit in the, the, the what, holy place, nothing will happen. And if you sit in those two places, it takes someone who is in the Holy of Holies to come and tell you. That's why the high priest will always go to the Holy of Holies and come and tell the people. Right? Yes. <laughs> Amen. But God is not interested for one person to enter the Holy of Holies. Holy of Holies. He wants everyone. He wants everyone. He wants everyone. And until a Christian prays in the realm of the Spirit, the Holy of Holies, he or she will never experience supernatural manifestation of prayer. So for you to, you see, whatever you say you are praying, huh? whatever you say you are praying, it's when you are in the Holy of Holies. So when you are in your body, you are not praying, you are making noise. When you are, when, when you are, when you are, when you are with your soul, you are not praying, you, you are doing what you call a critical analyzing. You are just analyzing things. Critical thinking. You are just doing critical thinking. But you can't serve God with critical thinking. <laughs> spirit. To be in the realm of the You see, the realm of the spirit, you cannot explain it. You cannot explain it. Yes. Hallelujah. Because the reason why you cannot explain the things in the realm of the spirit is because today what will happen in the Holy of Holies is different from what will happen tomorrow in the Holy of Holies. So you cannot explain it. Amen. Many Christians pray in the flesh, others pray with their soul, but few pray genuinely in the spirit realm as led by the Spirit of God. So that is the three environments of prayer. And now you have understood that if you are a Christian, you need to pray in the what? Spirit. You need to pray in that. And one will say, Pastor, so how can I pray in the Spirit? You can, you, you can pray in the Spirit. You see, when you become born again, you have access in the Spirit. Are you getting it? And that's the reason why you need to be filled by the Holy Spirit. So, whenever people are speaking in tongues, that's what the Bible says that for if I speak in my own tongue, my spirit what? Prayers and my understanding is what? Unfruitful. You are praying in the spirit. Hallelujah. So the best way I will always advise people is that you should pray in the spirit more than anything. Me, I love to pray in the spirit more than anything. Sometimes I love I, I love to put the prayer topic somewhere and be just kabranga dabraga always. So the three faculties of faith, which is the three realms of answered prayer, are the thinking system. Uh, this, let, me, let me tell you something. <laughs> this one is different from, you see, this one is different from the three realms of prayer. You see, I, I want to show you because before you can have, uh, you can understand the three realms of an answered prayer, first of all, you need to know the three environments of prayer. 
Are you getting it? That's the reason why I've given you the three environments of prayer, which is this, the body, the soul, and what? The spirit man. Amen. Amen. Auntie Rhoda, are you here? Eh? But now, I want you, I want to position you to a realm whereby you get an answered prayer. So the three realms of an answered prayer, eh? because I believe all of us here want an answered prayer. And you see, whenever you come to the three realms of answered prayer, it doesn't matter how long you pray. Are you getting it? By the three realms of prayer, which is when you pray in the spirit, you can pray for long, right? You can pray for short, whether short term or long term. But when you come to the realm of the, the realm which is called the environment of the what? The faculty of faith. The faculties of faith. That one, it doesn't matter your level of prayer or the, 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 the long system of your prayer. Amen. It doesn't matter whether you pray for long. So the reason why, you see, let me tell you something. The reason why Jesus said that when there was storm and Jesus just woke up, he said, be still. Because he was operating in this way. He was operating in the three realms of answered prayer. That's why instantly something has to happen. Amen. So the reason why is, hey, Kabaya. So there are some people, when they are praying for people, Kabaya, they pray for one hour. Nothing will happen. Amen. You know why? Because the three realms of answered prayer, which is the three faculties of faith, eh, is what? Number one, the thinking system, the believing system, and the confessing system. <laughs> yes. What you are praying in the spirit. You see, there are many people where they pray in the spirit, but their thinking is not correct. Amen. Amen. Whatever you pray, but your thoughts doesn't go in line with God, <coughs> nothing will happen. Amen. So that I'm, I'm talking about the three faculties of faith, which is the three realm of what answered prayer your thinking system so when you read philippians let's read from the scripture philippians chapter 4 verse number 8 see i want to i want you to understand prayer philippians chapter 4 verse number 8 are you following philippians chapter 4 verse number 8 the bible says something say that finally brothers Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Amen. Hallelujah. So before you enter the, the Holy of Holies, you, you, your, your, your thoughts, eh, your thinking system must be, must be in line with the Word of God. So as you are praying, eh, what you are praying, is it true? <laughs> Philippians chapter 4, verse number 8. What you are praying, is it true with the Word? What you are praying, is it harnessed with the Bible? What you are praying for, is it just with the Bible? What you are praying for, is it pure with the Bible? What you are praying, is it lovely with the Bible? What you are praying, is it of good report with the Bible? If it is so, 
then start thinking on these things. Amen. So there are many people, they are praying, but their thinking is wrong. That's why there's no answered prayer. I'm talking about the three faculties of faith, <laughs> which is the three realms of answered prayer. The three realms of answered prayer. And the next one is believing system. Believing. Your believing system. So after you have dealt with your thinking system in line with the word of God, you need what we call your believing system. And let's read another scripture from Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. Verse number 22. Mark chapter 11, verse number 22. The Bible says that, and Jesus said unto them, have faith in God. Let me tell you something. This scripture, he said that, have faith in God. Which means there is a faith which is in God. Are you following? Are you following? He said, have faith in God. Which is that there is a faith in man and there is a faith in God. So have the faith in God. So which means that Jesus as he was moving, he was having the believing system. You see, your believing system deals with your faith. So as Jesus was moving on this life, already his thinking was in line with the word of God. Whatsoever, he, whatsoever thing he was thinking was true. Whatsoever thing he was thinking was pure. Whatsoever thing he was thinking was lovely or good report of, of what? Honest. So he, he worked with his thinking system. Then he came toward the believing system. Then believing they said, have faith in God. Which means that Jesus was operating like God. He was operating in the faith in God. That's why, because you cannot, you see, you cannot talk about something that you yourself, you don't exercise. If you do that, you are hypocrite. There are people who are hypocrites. They speak what they, they themselves, they don't do. So Jesus said, have faith in God. So he was correcting the believing system of the disciples. The believing system. The believing system. And he said that, if truly I said, if truly I said to you, that whatsoever you shall Whatever you shall say to this mountain, be, be you removed and be ye cast into the sea and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have what, whatever he said. Amen. Doubt. <laughs> shall not doubt. Believing system. So many people, they are praying, but they are doubting. So whenever you are praying, you are doubting. Stop praying and sleep. Stop praying because already your believing system is corrupt. So Jesus said that you can say to the mountain, to the mountain, you see, the, Jesus used mountain because he understood that life is full of obstacles. Are you getting it? So you can say to the mountain, mountain, you can say to the mountain, you can say to the mountain, that, the thing that you think. You see, that's why Jesus said that it is impossible with man, but with God, all things are possible. When he was saying this, they, they, they didn't understand. Why is that you are saying that it is impossible with man, but with God, all things are possible? Because with God, all things are possible because with God, you, you begin to move eh, by the creative ability of God. Amen. Amen. To have faith in God means to, to exercise the creative ability in God. And the creative ability in God is not something he has given you. He's about to give you. He, has, he gave you when you were born. And he gave to Adam. Huh? Say be fruitful and multiply. Say dominion. That was, you see, he gave the faith. He called it the faith in God in man. The faith of God in man. 
So he said, I have faith in God. Have faith in God. And say to the mountain, say to the problem, say to the obstacle, out. Out. And you, you see, and you don't doubt. They are, let me tell you, there are many pastors they doubt. You see, there are many pastors they doubt to a, 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 a place whereby whatever someone is even doing a miracle, they will say that the person are going for juju. God, this one, God cannot do it. Yes. Yes. Just like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Jesus was healing someone. He just used uh, what? Just a sun and he spit on it and just put it on someone's eye and say, go and wash yourself. And then the person's eye was open. The Pharisees were saying that he was casting with Bezibu. He was casting, he was using the spirit of devils. So it's a sign that many pastors, many Christians, you see, if your pastor walk in doubt, then already you are in doubt. Because the oil flow from top to down. So if your pastor eh, is a doubt man, then you are there. You are already there. Yes. Yes. So Jesus said, and you don't doubt. You don't doubt. You don't doubt. You don't doubt. You shall, you see, he didn't say in the future you shall have it. He said you shall have it. You shall. Shall means it will come to pass. He didn't say you will. He said you shall. You shall. Which means instantly. Instant. Instant. Answered prayer. You get an answered prayer. Verse 24. He said that, therefore I say to you, what things soever you desire. Eh? What things soever you desire. When you pray. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Believe. Your believing system. Believe. You desire. You see, God, every good desire, every good desire is God who put it there. Every good desire you have, it's not like you are the one who, who formed the desires. It's God who put it there. Amen. Yes. And every demonic desire, <laughs> uh, every bad desire, is, 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 is that one is the devil. The devil will give you wrong desires. Uh, the last. Pride. Eh? Yes. You shall not doubt. You shall not doubt. You have whatsoever. You have whatsoever. And the next one is confessing system. Your confession system. Uh, we are talking about the, the, the three faculties of faith, which is the three realms of what? Answered prayer. So, Emmanuel, before you enter the holy place, you should assess yourself with this before you enter the holy place. Because the holy place is a place of prayer. It's a realm of what? Good, good grounds of prayer. So when you pray in your flesh, nothing will happen. When you pray with your intellect, nothing will happen. But in, in, immediately when you enter the holy place, you need to also assess in this faculty of faith. So there are many people, they are praying in their spirit. They can do nothing will still happen. Because why? Their faculties of faith is not correct. Are you getting it? Yes. So, your what? Your, the first one is what? Your thinking system. Then, your believing system. The Bible said that Jesus couldn't do much miracles because of their unbelief. And what Jesus, he couldn't do many things in his own country because they walk in unbelief. The disciples, they, you see, the three people 
they, they saw the glory of God. They saw vision. When they came down from the mountain of transgression, still they doubt. They were walking in doubt. They have entered. Jesus showed, showed them the Father. He showed them the communion. He showed them a, a, a grounds of what? Prayer. As they came down, someone brought a, a boy who was sick. They couldn't cast it out. And Jesus said, because of you faithless, their believing system was wrong. They said, oh, master, why couldn't we cast? He said, you faithless. I'm with you, but still, you are walking in doubt. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said that this kind will never go until you do fasting and prayer. You see, that's why I always tell Christians, you see, fasting is a spiritual appetite. Prayer is a spiritual appetite. In this life, we have two appetites. We have carnal appetite and spiritual appetite. Carnal appetite, number one, sex. Number two, food. Carnal appetite. <laughs> people people who, who are much into eating. Eh? If you want to see a carnal person, someone every day, you eat in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. Yeah, yeah, well. Tell me the Bible where it shows us the, the three schedules of uh, food. Whereby you eat in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. I could see Bruni in a damn mouth, then you eat in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. Eh? Jesus was living a fast. Jesus was having a fasting life. When you say fasting, it's not dry fasting. You see, we have three versions of fasting. We have normal fasting, we have partial fasting, and we have absolute. And even absolute fasting, which is called the dry fasting, we do it three days. Please, are you here? Are you here? Are you here? We, have, we do it just for three days. Three days! But after that, partial fasting. Me, I will not tell you go and do dry fasting 28 days. You will die. It's three days. Throughout the Bible, it's three days. Because the Bible says that when Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights, the Bible said that he was hungered. It didn't say he was thirsty. Eh? When Jesus went to the wilderness, and the Bible said he fasted 40 days and what? 40 nights. The Bible said he was what? Hungered. The Bible said he... The Bible didn't say he was thirsty. So which is where Jesus was drinking, but he was not eating. Amen. Amen. Yes. He was angered. He was not thirsty. Huh? Because when you say you are angry, do you drink water? Huh? When you say you are angry, do you drink water? You do what? You eat food. You eat something. Uh, what? Watch it or whatever you want to eat. But when you are thirsty, can you tell me you are thirsty and you want to give you fried rice? Do we satisfy thirsty by fried rice? We satisfy anger by eating of fried rice. So the Bible said that Jesus was angered. He didn't say he was thirsty. Amen. So, you see... <laughs> He was a man unto fasting. Jesus, uh, he was a man unto fasting. And one thing you should know about the lifestyle, God is a secret man. Until you get closer, he will never open things to you. So from there, I said, I know, then partial fasting, we'll be doing it. Normal fasting, we'll be doing it. Amen. Amen. Yes, so I can, I, I can say, one, two months fasting. Yes, we will go. I can, I can say that. Because Jesus fasted 40 days and 49. But you see, when Paul was fasting, in a dry, like Paul encountered dry fasting. When he encountered Jesus, it was just three days. He neither drink water, he neither eat or sleep. Just three days. 
So the dry fasting will go by three days. Uh, this this woman, Anna, she was a prophetess. The Bible said that he he he, he was waiting. He fasted three days. Three days. For me, I will not tell you fasting. Fa uh, dry fasting five days. You will die. You will die. You you see that one. That one you can you be weak. So you see, lack of knowledge. My people perish. Yes, yes. So you can. Uh, let me tell you something. This man, uh, this great man of God, Benny Hinn, do you know the time he fast? He fasts from 6 to 9. Every day. <laughs> 6 to 9. 3 hours. Why? Because he has agreed with God that 6 to 9 is a fasting. Yes, it's an agreement. So there are some people, there is no agreement to a starving. Come there, dear. There are some people, they are starving. Because everything that you are doing without an agreement with God, it doesn't work. Says tonight, every day, you will not eat. And he, he said that, the other time I was watching, he said that, I've made my mind that I will not eat breakfast. So Benihin, he doesn't know anything about breakfast. He, he will not eat breakfast. Throughout his life, every day, he doesn't eat breakfast. That's fasting. No, continuously. Yeah, and I tried it and it was working. Yes, it came to a time that, a whole three months, I'll not eat in the morning. I'll eat only when it's one. Three months. Yes. Yes. And you will do uh, then, then, then starvation. And I'll pray powerfully, and something will happen. Amen. Hallelujah. You need to be taught how to fast. You need to be taught how to pray. Amen. So your confession system. Your confession system is also done in Romans chapter 10, verse number 10. Romans chapter 10, verse number 10. The confession system. It says that, for with the heart man believes to righteousness. I say that your heart is the voice of your spirit, right? So with your heart. So I will see, whenever you are coming to the holy place, the holy of holies, to pray, eh? and in your heart you doubt, it's a sign that your spirit man is not praying, so God will never answer. Because your spirit has to commune with God, with his spirit. So that's the reason why, you see, the reason why God is very sensitive about your, your heart is because your heart is the voice of your spirit. Amen. So he said that, what so, uh, he said that for with the heart man believes, so with the heart man have faith unto righteousness. Amen. And when the mouth confession is made unto salvation, liberty. Eh? So before you enter to the holy of holies to pray, you should have already a confession that I am liberated. Salvation. Confession. Your mouth. Eh? You confess foolishly. Eh? When you are praying, you see, your words, your words, your words. And you see, the reason why I will not focus much on confession is because what you think affects what you believe and what you believe take over what you say amen yes what you think affects what you what you believe and what you believe takes over whatever you say amen yes so these are the three faculties of faith as Jesus said that, have faith in God. Have the faith in God. 
have the faith in God. Because if you have the faith in God, by the faith in God, eh, the faith that is in God, that faith will say that let there be light, and there was light. So why why should you be surprised if Jesus said that you can say to the mountain, be thou cast? Why should you be surprised? Because Jesus said that by the faith in God, by the faith in God, said let there be light, and there was light. Let the darkness separate from the the, the day. This, the creativity, huh? intelligence was happening. So which means that by the faith in God, intelligence is birth. The faith in God brings intelligence. So why should you be surprised when Jesus said that? You can say to the mountain. So when people read this scripture, they become afraid. Can we say to the mountain? 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 Hey, can this problem go? Can this problem go? Hey, can this problem go? Hey, can the money come? Hey, when we say, hey, you receive 5,000. Hey, is it possible? Hey, is it possible? Hey, is it possible? You don't have faith in God. Because by the faith in God, yeah, from today, you are not Lucifer, you are Satan. By the faith in God, and it's okay. By the faith in God! By the faith in God. By the faith in God, he said, let us create man in our own image. By the faith in God! By the faith in God. By the faith in God. There are three faculties of faith. And when you know this, I'm telling you, you know, pray for even 50 minutes. It's not like, there's some people, they sweat, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Amen. Amen. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Yes. So if you tell me you are an intercessor, you are a prayer warrior and you don't know this, you are not. You are a, you are a sound engineer. <laughs> no, when I say sound, I'll give you a noise, a noise engineer. You are a noise engineer. You are not a, a prayer warrior. Amen. So that's all Nothing is happening. Eh? Auntie Roda, nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. They have done it two years, three years, four years, consistently. Six hours, six hours. Nothing is happening. So, if you think that just gathering and doing... No, you need to... This is at the three faculty. When, when you say you are a prayer warrior, and you don't know this, you are not... That's why I said you are a noise engineer. Amen. Because every prayer warrior, or every man of prayer, every woman of prayer, eh, always know about these three faculties of faith. Because by the, these three faculties of faith, you get an answer prayer. When, you, when your thinking is right, your believing will be right, which will finally affect your confession. This is so because what you meditate on will eventually get down into your heart, the voice of your spirit. A person can do well by also praying in the spirit. All right, yet still see no result because maybe the thinking, the believing are opposite of his or her confession before the altar or behind the porch. So you say your porch is your secret place. So in your house, as you are even praying, you yourself, you don't believe. Every believer must think right to believe the truth in order to confess positive works. 
in the spiritual environment or the, the realm of, the, of what? Prayer. If the three faculties of faith is moving wrongly, no matter how in the spirit you pray, decree, command, nothing will happen. So I decree, I decree, nothing will happen. <laughs> so that, that is the reason why, you see, you see, the reason why the three sons of Savior, he said that in the name of Jesus, we stand by the name Jesus, eh, which Paul preached out. And the demon said, Jesus, we know. Paul, we know who are you want. Because the demon has assumed, even the demon is spiritual. The demon was spiritual than the, the seven children. The demon was very spiritual. And he, and he said, no, these people, their thinking is not correct. They are, they are, their thinking system is wrong. Their believing system, this Jesus, they are saying they don't believe. So they are just confessing it. Let me beat them. <laughs> are you getting it? Then he beat them. The demon, one demon beat seven. <laughs> seven strong men. He beat them. Yes. So you can say in the name of Jesus. But if your thinking is not correct, your believing is not correct, and your confession, nothing will happen. Because the name of Jesus. It responds to those whose thinking, confessing, and what believing system is right, and who have already positioned themselves in the realm of the spirit. So already, as you are in the realm of the spirit, and as you are praying, your believing system, your thinking system, and your confessing system, which is the faculty of it, should be in line in the spirit. And you see, just five minutes, something will happen. Just three minutes, something will happen. Just four minutes, something will happen. Just 10 minutes, something will happen. And when you say 10 hours, hey, that one there, you destroy many things. Yes, you destroy many things. That's why you check through the Bible. Huh? The long hours of Jesus was three hours. Are you getting it? Check throughout the Bible. The long hours prayer of Jesus was three hours. People are praying for five hours, even... Seasons, nothing is happening. <laughs> Jesus will say, be still, and it will be still. And the long hours, you see, when, when, when the time that he even decided to pray for long hours was the time that he was about to die for humanity. He prayed for long hours. One hour, two hours, three hours, that's all. Everything that he was doing is out, go, out, go, why? Because the faculty of faith was very strong. It was, it was fullness, it was like, I, I, you cannot say, without measure. Because he was saying that have, have faith in God. So already he was walking by the faith in God. So the thinking of him, correct. The believing of him, correct. So when he confessed, demons ran away. So when he was about to die, that was when he prayed for three hours. So God doesn't need your three hours prayer, your five hours prayer to do anything. No, he doesn't need it. And it's not your prayer that can change God. Your prayer cannot change you. The only thing he needs from you is that, you see, when you're, when you're thinking, your believing, and your confessing huh, system is right with the word of God, you know what happens. You know what happens. You be like a God. The things have to happen. You, you, you begin to, that's why you begin to operate like as a supernatural being, whereby the natural have to respond to you. Yes, because he said to them, he said that 
let us create them in our, in our own image. And he said that he blessed them, he said, be fruitful and multiply, so build their So already it's a law. It's a law that the supernatural have to rule the natural. So for you to rule the natural, then your thinking, your believing, and your confession should be in the line of God so that you be a God class. When you say that, out and it will go. When you say, I decree and declare, it has to be. So someone will pray as if you that's why you see, that's why I understood Prophet Kakabedi. When you come with a sickness, you say that in the name of Jesus, you are healed. Go. Say, ah, this man, what are you saying? Ah, there, there's a woman came with a gutter. A serious one. They said they have to operate and the family said, no, we, we don't want any operation. We believe what God is using you to do. Air power conference. So we want you to pray. When they came to the office, God has already talked with him. That's Prophet Kaka. When you are coming, you just see everything. You just see everything. So when they came, you say that the Lord has to say, Go, you are here. <laughs> go, you are here. Pastor, is that all? Ah, go, you are here. Is it that person that is coming? That is it. The person that is coming is thinking it's not correct. His believing system is not correct. And you see, it has affected the confession. So he doesn't even believe. You see, you are coming for prayer, and you don't believe that even the prayer will. So you are coming to, for prayer, and prayer is a confession. He said, Go, you are healed. Go. God said, You are healed. So they went. The, 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 by the testimony of the person, he said that every day the thing go, goes down. The thing which was big, every day goes down and finally vanishes. And he came and gave a testimony. I'm telling you, there's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing too hard. Anyone who will tell you that something is hard for God is a liar. And that person is an antichrist. Yes, that person is an antichrist. Yes. Anyone who, you see, anyone who looks down on the power of God is already an antichrist. Yes, when you put God in a depressed ratio, you are already an antichrist. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, so it's time for prayer. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. It's time to pray. It's time to pray. It's time to pray.